Demon Slayer episode 11 <laughs> the season finale of Demon Slayer so what's up everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Black Witch Podcast and today we'll be concluding Demon Slayer and um, yeah, in the final episode, episode 11 I know we didn't start the podcast with episode 1 but um, I think we started from episode 6 so we've tried to cover a lot from then up till now and um, I think we've done quite well and today we are finally at the season finale and the title of the season finale is No Matter How Many Lives so we resume the episode with the epic scene of um, Daiki and Jotaro getting their heads decapitated their heads roll over facing each other and all of a sudden um, Yotaro's body starts to create this spiral blood movement and it explodes. So within that brief second, Tengen asks um, Tanjiro to take cover and the whole explosion happens. So when this explosion happened, Nezuko came out of the box. She used her blood demon axe to nullify Yotaro's blood demon axe and at the same time, kill Tanjiro of his poison. So, you know, they left us with a cliffhanger of everyone thinking who was affected. I thought maybe Tengen will definitely get, like, a close range hit. I, like, I even thought that would be his killing hit, like the hit that actually kills him. But we have um, Tanjiro and Nezuko surviving the crash. She wakes Tanjiro and Tanjiro wakes up, he sees the whole crash site. I mean, the entire entertainment district at this point is just a wasteland. <laughs> just fighting one demon. Or should I say two demons? That's the upper six demon. Destroyed the entire entertainment district. So, um, but luckily we have baby Nezuko back, or cute Nezuko back. And she was able to handle the poisoning with her blood demon axe. So, Nezuko and Tanjiro are both fine, although Tanjiro still has his fingers broken. You know, she can't heal physical injuries, just demon poisoning, or I think demon-related kind of injuries. Because we've seen um, Daiki's injuries too. The blood was able to burn her and cause permanent injuries to her. So I think it's a demon kind of thing. It can only heal and burn things that are demon-related. So, um, uh, which also makes me curious if um, the poison that the Demon Slayer's master have, I don't know if it was demon related, I don't know if they've mentioned it or not, but if his poison is demon related, then I think Nezuko should be able to kill him, that in theory should be possible, except maybe if there's blood armor for Muzan or like upper one or something like that. So, um, yeah, we have the whole situation going, Nezuko having the ability to heal the poison. And they move on to look for other people who must have survived the ordeal. And they were able to find Inotsuke. And when they got to Inotsuke, Tanjiro started crying, he saw Inotsuke. Inotsuke got stabbed through the heart with the poisonous scythe. And he said he wasn't affected by the poison, but here we see him almost dead on the rooftop, poisoned. 
and poison was spreading you can see it on his chest spreading through his body but Nezuko also came in and that's when we first saw her use the healing technique like close up so she places her hand on Inotsuki he his body lit on fire and the poison burned away by the way Tanjiro made mention of something like when he was trying to think of ways to save Inosuke, he said um, there was no sunlight that he could place Inosuke under. So does that mean if a, if a demon should poison you and you expose yourself to sunlight, since the demons can't move in sunlight, the poison won't work in sunlight? Like, is that a thing? I'm kind of curious to know more about that. Also, um, we see Tanjiro get to heal Inotsuki and after she heals him, Tanjiro started crying and they moved on to Danlu for more survival. So we see um, Uzai that's Tengen, the sound Hashira and his wives. His wives are crying, don't die on us. Um, I think is it is it Makio, the loved one? I don't think it's Makio. Makio I think is the one with yellow hair. Then um, Himatsuru is the one that fought with the kunai. Then the last one is um, what's her name? But she was the loud one and she was crying and she was blaming God. God is cruel. <laughs> that she won't pray to God again. Blah, blah, blah. And while this was happening, Tengen was just trying to get his own last words out. Because his poison had already spread almost his entire body at this point. Like it's even a miracle that he's able to survive the explosion. Like I'm guessing maybe um, the three wives, one of them must have swoop in or maybe even the three of them must have swoop in to help him while that whole explosion was happening so he was able to save himself from it and while he was just trying to get his last words his last words out he couldn't because the his tongues were even getting stiff at that point the poison must have really really gone gotten into his system like if he had been dead long ago, he was able to suppress the poison with his muscles. So um, yeah, while he was thinking, it's all over for me. Like I'm dead. These are my last words. All of a sudden, cute Nezuko just pops in with her hand, like a lawyer trying to take an oath. <laughs> so um, she places her hand on Tengen. He gets lit on fire and. I love the color of her blood demon at the fire. It's like pink red. And it burns the poison away. You know, I love that little scene of um, the loud wife. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, she pushes Nezuko and starts punishing. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you punishing? <laughs> so, um, they saw the poison get like instantly and yeah I also forgot to mention when um, Inotsuki got healed too from the poison I was surprised at how quick he was able to recover and get himself back together but that's just why the uh, like human slayers are tough so I think that's just playing a bit <laughs> you can just say they are able to push through the pain and get themselves back I'm sure that at this point none of them should even be standing let alone speaking. By the way, I forgot to mention we saw Zenitsu. Zenitsu was the first person we saw. I don't know how I escaped this. 
although i have the episode playing here as i'm discussing it so maybe that scene skipped by and i just moved on to the next one so yeah we already saw zenitsu and zenitsu was trapped under the rubble zenitsu had no clue what happened because he was complaining his legs were broken blah 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 you spoke throughout the entire fight you even saved tanjiro you did some insane stuff like you took charge at one point and you were communicating fluently and <laughs> you're saying you had no idea what happened <laughs> this guy's on another level this world could literally burn to ashes and you will still be asleep and have no idea what's happening <laughs> so um coming back to our current scene we have a um, mezuko picking up tanjiro like it's very cute I don't know what they call that since it Yoshi Yoshi. I saw something like that. Was it on Facebook or where is it I saw it? They called it Yoshi Yoshi. And um Nezuko carries Tanjiro as they move on to try and get some different blood samples. So they perceive like Tanjiro could perceive the smell of the demon's blood. So he moves towards it, he's very full of blood. He throws a stone to check if like hope this blood won't attack me. <laughs> because Gutaro's blood is able to attack so yeah the blood wasn't a hostile blood it was just a pool of blood and Tanjiro was able to get a sample of an upper rank demon to send to Miss Tamayo <laughs> that's um, the doctor who sacked him demons I think she's also a demon too but I'm not sure like I'm forgetting that detail remind me is she the demon? I think there were two of them. Are two of them demons or is she the demon? I know the other guy is a demon too. But I can't really remember if she was a demon. So this um, mysterious cat comes out. I think that's Mr. Mario's cat. Yeah, messenger cat. <laughs> it came out of the shadows, took the blood sample and disappeared. So Nesco and Tanjiro moves on further because they could still perceive the smell of the demons getting stronger and Tanjiro was able to find um, Yutaro and Daiki he found their heads disintegrated and they were arguing you know Daiki was really pissed off that they lost and Yutaro was lamenting how useless Daiki was so <laughs> while they were having this argument Tanjiro was just there watching them hearing the words they were exchanging to each other and at the last moment when Daki was about to vanish or fade away, Yutaro was about to say some really hurtful words, but Tanjiro came in, closed his mouth, and he gave them some tough nojutsu. <laughs> Tanjiro came, he spoke to them and said, you know, you've killed a lot of people. People will despise you, even in the now and afterlife. But you are siblings, and the two of you, you like, you are all you have of you so just stick just stick with each other and um, die in peace don't die fighting each other so in that moment by the way i'm just paraphrasing <laughs> in that moment um daiki disappears and gyutaro calls her real name for the first time ume and that was the name given to her it was the name of the disease that killed their mom so you know they lived in a very poor region of the entertainment district they lived a poor life especially gyutaro um, gyutaro was smelly he looked dirty miserable ugly 
and those were the names people called him people were scared of him like people insulted him they threw stuff at him and even his mom too tried to kill him you know that was the poverty level of that area like you couldn't even feed yourself tough mother feeding a child so having a child even like Jitaro that wasn't beautiful especially in the t- entertainment district was just <laughs> like like he was just seen as maybe a waste or you know like he got the shittiest treatment anyone could get from the entertainment district so with all this suffering happening with him going through abuse and going to this cruel world of insult and you know just misfortune happening to him he has this beautiful sister that was born into the house and she was his pride and joy like when he stood close to her he felt confident you know he has a beautiful sister so nobody could mess with him <laughs> so he went around he revolted and he even took a liking at how people feared him at that point he even became like a source of um, I mean his ugliness became like a source of pride for him he used it to become a collector and he was feared speaking of collector he makes me remember um, collector from Mortal Kombat 11 look kind of similar the way they behave like how creepy they look <laughs> so Gitaru went to work doing his collecting job intimidating people and on his way back he came back he thought they had it all they had a good future like things were going well for them he thought maybe everything would just keep on going smooth till one day when he came home and found his sister that's his source of pride source of confidence he found her burnt and in a hole and you could see her even moving like you could tell she was in her last moments then wow that was just um that was just uncomfortable to watch so Yutaro screamed out and cried in agony he too he was pissed off at god and they kind of explained to what happened you know she was supposed to be engaged with a samurai i don't know if he was supposed to sleep with her or she was supposed to marry her i don't know what the hell was going on there but she took a harpin that's the hair nail she used to clip her hair and she stabbed a customer a samurai in the eye with it so out of retaliation they bound her they took her outside and they burnt her alive that was a cruel treatment just for stabbing someone in the eye like i mean at least they should have done an eye for an eye now not an eye for your life <laughs> although she they kind of lead emphasis on him being a samurai so i'm guessing samurais are like high status people in that area of the world so uh, when that whole situation happened yutaro was still in agony watching his sister and feeling the pain of what just happened and all of a sudden the samurai comes from behind and slashes him and the madame standing behind him <laughs> makes mention of Yutaro being the troublemaker and the person causing trouble in that general area and she says uh, it's a shame we lost Umi but I'll find a pretty girl another fine damsel to send your way and yeah about that money then he says yeah let me just finish him off and I'll pay you and all go our way all of a sudden Gyutaro you know Gyutaro is already good at fighting 
at this point. I mean, he's able to fight a samurai, freaking samurai. He comes out of the grave and slashes the woman straight up, and she died instantly. So the samurai was there, and he came into for his own attack, and Yutaro, with one hand, also took him out. So Yutaro just lost his sister. He took her body and was walking through the dark entertainment district. Nobody was going to take them in. You know, they were already outcasts and nobody even cares about them at this point. And that's when we are introduced to our new upper rank demon. This one was listed upper sixth. So I'm guessing he moved up the ranks and gave that title to Yutaro and Daki. So he looks um, kind of creepy and kind of innocent at the same time. He was eating human flesh and he had this cute smile and said, I'm feeling kind of um, kind-hearted today, so I'm going to give you my blood. And in that moment, Yutaro was the one alive listening to what he was saying. And, you know, he gave that proposal and said, if you are willing to offer, I can save you and your sister. So, yeah, you can become one of the 12 Kizuki and rise up the ranks to one of the upper ranks. And yeah, we know the rest is history. <laughs> they raised up to the rank of upper six till they got defeated by the brat Tanjiro and his remaining crew. So uh, when this whole scene happened, we had this flashback. Yutaro even mentioned at the end of that scene, like he doesn't regret becoming a demon. Even in the next life, <laughs> he will still choose to become a demon. So he has no regret about it. But his regret is Umi. He thinks maybe she would have had a decent life, would have lived with a nice man, maybe married into a nice house, had a family, and maybe someone good must have taken her, someone wealthy, and maybe she would have lived a good life. That's if she hadn't done the things that Gyutaru taught her, and maybe she hadn't followed the same path as Gyutaru did. So, um, this was just the whole moment that Gyutaro reflected on and saw it as regret. You know, his regret is Umi. So that was his regret that he had. And that's just the sympathetic scene, the sympathetic side we get to see of each of those demons. You know, when a demon like that is killed, we get to see flashbacks and just say a kind of nice backstory of who they were before they became demons. And just like every other human, they all have their own side of the story. That's what led to their circumstance and this is what led to them becoming demons. So after that whole scene of um, Yutaro accepting his fate as a demon, we have them in the afterlife. I don't know if it's the afterlife, maybe the cross the crossroads of the afterlife. We have um, Umi that is not Daki. We have Umi here and Yutaro. Yutaro walking the other way and Umi trying to apologize. Like, like, sorry for the mean things I said, but we are supposed to go the same way. You know, I was just bitter we lost. Like, you are not supposed to make me feel this bad. You understand? We are brothers and sisters. We've been together. And they had this um, really touching scene of Yutaro in this kind of, uh, I don't know if this is a um, bamboo or like they were outside and they were still covering each other. They were there for each other. They've been there for each other. 
just like the same thing Tanjiro was seen before Daiki disintegrated like only the two of you can be there for each other you've done things that people will hate you but only the two of you understand each other and Daiki was willing to stand by Jitaro's side she even reminded him of the promise they made like in that whole scene when snow was falling they were out in the cold and they were hungry with nobody to look after them and they promised to be there for each other and when Jutaro heard this she just calmed down you know uh, Ume came she hugged him climbed his back and they both walked into hell together so after that scene we have um, Nezuko and Tanjiro observing the whole thing that happened like um, both of them were there for the final moments of Jutaro and Ume so they were there to actually confirm that an upper six was killed so we move back to see the scene of um, Tengen and his wife and we have the sneak Hashira here with them and he was saying um, okay yeah you guys fought an upper six the lowest of the upper rank demons and I believe my congratulations were in order like he was saying in a such a way of um, you guys haven't really done anything impressive this is just like lower upper six you understand <laughs> but in the last hundred years nobody has actually fought a battle like this that's apart from um rengoku and akaza which they even lost that one but this one they actually won and they survived so it is something that's quite impressive which no one has done in the demon slayer course i think so i don't know if anyone in the demon slayer course currently has killed um an upper rank demon but i think this should be the first because like in some other scenes which we let us see we get to see that in a hundred years like the master was saying it tanjiro and the rest have been the first in a hundred years to actually defeat an upper rank demon so they said in over a hundred years nothing has changed and we know none of them are up to a hundred years like they are humans so i'm sure this is the first time it has happened in a really long time so the snake hashira was just saying in the condescending manner and we know we know like they've done something you haven't done tanjiro has done something even you as a hashira haven't done so yeah he fought the battle and he survived it so we got to see that moment of um him sending his condescending congratulations and um uzai or tengen telling him that um no we have to um the snake hashira first saying okay now that you are done with this battle when are we going to see you back in action are you returning back or what's it going to be for you for now so tengen explains to him like i'm done i'm hanging my swords um i'm retiring and if you can remember earlier in some few episodes back they had that scene when they all agreed that after this was over they're going to retire they will live a low-key life like ordinary people and i respect that i respect it because <laughs> uzai really got poisoned for an offering demon and even defeated it like i feel he has earned his retirement at this point like even with a paycheck and a bonus <laughs> so the snake hashira also asked like okay there are vacancies in the hashira spot there's rengoku's um vacancy and now there's also your own vacancy and that's when Uzai recommends Tanjiro to 
see that kid you don't like he's actually quite good and it's Nick Hasher realizing the gravity of the situation and realizing wow Tanjiro survived this scale on battle he knew yes this kid is no joke <laughs> so from there we move on to see the whole scene of the master hearing the news with his children explaining to them wow like in over 100 years we've never defeated an upper rank junior like nothing has changed but now they've finally changed something and i'm sure this will shake them because defeating an upper six um upper six means they will need to like they'll need to be a change in power they'll need to be a new upper six they'll need to be a few adjustments like how did this even happen i'm sure that would be the whole question and um we also had this scene like my favorite scene of the entire episode although this episode so far will be like i won't say it's my favorite because this is the episode that maybe i only watched it twice like i didn't really enjoy like the previous episodes the previous episodes were really good with fights cliffhangers but this episode was just more of story progression and letting us know where the show is heading towards but um we got to see my favorite scene of the entire episode which is the infinity castle scene man <laughs> i just love the concept of the infinite castle man like just seeing akaza standing there and immediately akaza just even realized that for me to be standing in the infinity castle that means an upper rank demon is dead that must be crazy for you to think an upper rank demon is dead like we know demons are crazy strong that's ordinary demons not even upper rank demons we know like ordinary demons are crazy strong then we have upper rank demons an upper rank demon with two heads and with agilities instant generation healing and some crazy blood demon powers like that and a human is defeating <laughs> like one of us <laughs> so it's just crazy to think of and i'm sure We'll get to see that meeting scene i saw online that um, we we're supposed to see a meeting scene that was skipped in this episode but people are still hopeful maybe they'll animate it in the next season which i'm really excited to see like i want to see more of the infinity castle i also saw the list of acts that are remaining there's the swordsmith village act there's the infinity castle act which is already my favorite act even before we've gotten there and there's the sunrise act so i also heard some or i also saw some rumors that um at the pace which the show is running maybe demon slayer will only run for four seasons which i'm fine with if they'll do everything like the way they've done it so far because they've really done well with the storytelling and i just think they need to explain more on some of the spiritual stuff that they do like the whole thing with um tanjiro and his family like if Zenith is also able to do that, it's like your hybrid civilian is also able to do that. And there are just some things that I feel maybe they just have to expand more on and explain why these things happen. Because there are a lot of things in Demon Slayer they just toss it out there and don't really give an explanation to it. Like it's just there and you know, just take it like that. So I think um for the story to make more sense moving forward, they have to give some kind of breakdown. Of some of the things they are doing in the show so far so good um demon slayer season two was really good but the finale 
where I see it, most people are not really satisfied with the way it ended, like myself included. Like I would say, for most of the show, that was like from episode four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's just been from one level of hypeness to the other level, like to higher levels, and the finale was just like ah, it just dropped. <laughs> you understand? I'm sure if you watch Demon Slayer, you know what I mean. So um, well, that's just that for Demon Slayer. And we are looking forward to season 3. Season 3 has already been announced, although I haven't seen the trailer. But I'll see the trailer and um, I don't know, should I post anything about it? Maybe I'll just post something on the Instagram feed. And by the way, don't forget to follow the IDP Black Pit Podcast. I'll be posting more episodes now that we are done with Demon Slayer. I will be posting episodes for Jujutsu Kaisen. I've already recorded the first episode. Maybe I'll do for episode 2, 3, 4, 5 maybe the first five episodes if um people are listening to it i'll post more you know jujutsu kaisen has already ended so i don't know if people will still want to listen to me talk about jujutsu kaisen now but you know for the shows i do like demon slayer and and attack on titan people watch it weekly so you are more likely to listen to the episode but for like jujutsu kaisen let me just post it and see where it goes so um yeah, you can follow the IG page to stay updated about that. And there is also a Facebook page that you can check out. It's Black Pit Podcast on Facebook. You can also listen to the podcast directly on Facebook to stay updated on all future episodes. So um, that's Demon Slayer Season 3. Um, yeah, I want to see. I don't know which Hashiras will be seen next season. But for the covers and posters I've seen so far, seen the mist hashira and the love hashira so maybe we'll see them in the sports meets village arc and um, i'm really hyped up to see what next season has for us like i'm seeing the fan base really excited for next season and i'm also looking forward to that so yeah i guess this is the last episode of demon slayer or this is the last episode of season three. Oh, and by the way just a fun fact i saw online i saw that the love hashira joined um, the demon slayer corpse so that she could find a man that's stronger than her to marry <laughs> so uh let me just leave you with that and uh see the next episode of black pit podcast bye bye